Hello there, so I'm back with a review of Jungle Cruise, which is the latest uh, movie based on a Disney theme park ride following the footsteps of the likes of uh, The Haunted Mansion, and of course much more successfully Pirates of the Caribbean and the big franchise that that <coughs> uh, sp spun off. And the story tells, uh, the plot such as it is, is about an exposition out to a jungle to find uh, stuff stuff from a tree that he has the ability to heal and change medicine forever. Rocks the rock, of course. Dwayne Johnson is the uh, captain of the ship. He takes along Emily Blunt and her brother Jack Whitehall to try and find this uh, tree. And there's a whole load of stuff to do with curses and all that kind of like Pirates of the Caribbean. And this is one of the things the most obvious comparison is is of course that but the Pirates franchise of course because it's based on a Disney theme park ride and there are moments some of the cursed characters come across like a little bit like the Pirates of the Caribbean characters some of the ones you've seen specifically in the sequels to that and of course but the other the other one that's actually quite a lot like is The Mummy specifically the first one there's definitely touches of that with a dash of Indiana Jones as well and it works really well. I'll say the mummy comparisons as well, because I noticed that Jeremy John said this in his review when he mentioned about you've got the rogue scoundrel, the rock, with uh, going uh, going along in the exposition with uh, an English woman and our dipstick of her brother, Emily Blunt and Jack Whitehall. So there you go, which was kind of what happened in the first mummy. And there's nothing wrong with that. I look, it was over 20 years ago as well. If you're going to recycle films, you may as well recycle the goodens, and this one does it, and this one does a bang-up job of it. This is tremendous fun, and it's quite old-fashioned as well, but there's nothing wrong with that, and it's actually quite a lot to be commended about that. We don't really get a lot of films like this nowadays. It's a good old swashbuckler, and you know what? When was the last time you seen a real swashbuckler? Can't really think of one, and I'll say one thing. My buckle was pleasantly swashed by this film. That wasn't a euphemism, by the way, but I just wanted to say that. But now this was actually a lot of fun, thoroughly entertaining. Particularly, like the film gets going really quickly, and there's a lot of fun to be had with that. Now, like I said, there's dashes of Indiana Jones in this. This is not the most original film ever made, because the fact that I'm already citing other things that it's similar to we should tell you that. But sometimes you don't. Everything needs to reinvent the wheel. Sometimes you just want to have a good time, especially when we look at what's happened the last 18 months in the world. We've got a film like this, and I think we should it should be celebrated, because I thoroughly enjoyed it. I do think, if I'm going to go a little critical here, I would say around about the midpoint, there's a lot of, it starts to become quite exposition heavy when they start explaining things, and that does slow it down a bit, and it takes a little bit of the momentum out of it for a little while, but it's never for too long. The film is... Mostly, it just most other than a little sag here and there in the pace and the momentum in the middle section, it picks up again quite quickly, and it's for the most part absolutely flies by. There's an awesome Jaguar in it as well. What more could you ask for? The Rock is great, absolutely perfect cast in here. Just you know, he was just perfect for this, and he's got. But he brings him and Emily, Emily Blunt really bounce off well together. There's a great charm to them, and great chemistry works incredibly well. Tons of good action as well. And this is one of those films we talk about a family film. This is a film I think the entire family can enjoy, whether it be kids and adults, adults taking the kids along. I was in the screen and I was, I was pretty busy. And there was people who were actually laughing at the comedy moments, which was great. I remember when I went to see Fast and the Furious 9 like last month and, the, and all the jokes, the quote-unquote jokes that were in that film, not one single person laughed at any point at any time during that film in the screening that I was at. 
But there were people who were laughing quite constantly at the jokes in this. They were landing. Um, and speaking of Fast and the Furious, that film sorely missed The Rock. Whereas this film, well, you know what? You've got The Rock here, and apparently he's not going back to the Fast and the Furious franchise. He's just going to do his own Hobbs and Shaw films. You know what? That's fine by me. That's fine. He's too good for it anyway. They, they could... They could go go ahead and keep jumping the shark. I'd rather like to see him do stuff like this because this is actually tremendous fun. This was more up my alley, a lot of fun. The, I would say some of the like the cursed characters, like I said, they did come across as quite similar to some of the characters you see in the Pirates of the Caribbean sequels, especially, and it did suffer a bit of CGI-itis there. So I think this film's at its best when it's actually being more old school. I think particularly the first hour does that incredibly well. So there's a lot of stuff that wouldn't look out of place in an Indiana Jones film. Which is a huge compliment, and I mean that in a, the most complimentary way I can, because I love Indiana Jones for the fact that it reminded me of that and made me smile. Good. I smiled so much during this film. It's funny. It's not perfect. It's got its flaws. Is it as good as Indiana Jones? Not really. Is it as good as the best Pirates of the Caribbean films? Not quite, mainly because of that sag in the middle, I would say. Better than one. It's certainly better than that third one that goes on for nearly three hours. Way better than that one. I'll say that. So anyway, this is a thoroughly enjoyable film. Well worth watching. Definitely worth seeing on the big screen as well. I know it's on Premier Access as well. And speaking about that, The Rock isn't actually soon. I believe he's actually came out and said, no, he's fine with the whole thing. So good for him. <clears throat> you know, I don't really think it's a great look for... I know... I don't know what the ins and outs of contracts are, but I don't really think it's a great look for actors who make millions upon millions and then suing just because they think they lost a few more millions from a film being put on premium access. It's like, I'm all for people having a choice for what they want to do. Me personally, I'd rather see it in the cinema and I do think this film is made for the cinema. And it's it's a really good time. Thoroughly entertaining. So much fun. Massive thumbs up. So another winner for The Rock. Now, apparently the box office is actually quite good for this under the circumstances. However, it is a $200 million budget, so whether it gets that back or breaks even, I don't know. That could be... They might be taking a loss on this one in terms of that, just for the... when the, I mean, you can't delay everything forever as well. That's the thing. So I wouldn't mind a sequel to this if they actually did do a sequel. But then again, if it's just a standalone, maybe that's the best thing, so it doesn't take the charm away from it and get too serious because one thing that the Pirates of the Caribbean sequels did start taking themselves a bit too seriously after a while whereas the first one was kind of just a straightforward action adventure and this one does this incredibly well too so you wouldn't want them to fall into the same trap with that. Oh, I should also mention Jack Whitehall, someone who I've been a bit of. when he first came onto the scene I was like I really can't stand that guy but he's kind of grown on me, he's kind of hit and miss with me, and he's, but to be fair, he's very good in this film, I actually like his character, this is the most I've ever seen him in a film, and he, he was very good, Can't, no complaints, he was really good, Didn't, held his own with the likes of The Rock and Emily Blunt, Emily Blunt's great as always, have, have you ever seen a bad Emily Blunt performance? I can't think of one, so you know, this was so much fun, really good time, perfect summer movie escapism, this is exactly what it, it needed to be. So there you go, big thumbs up for Jungle Cruise. If you're on the fence about watching it, it's definitely well worth seeing. So there you have it. Uh, so speaking of other films as well, um, I still haven't seen M. Night Shyamalan's Old. I remember I said last week during my Space Jam review, I might go and see it last Friday. <laughs> I couldn't be arsed, so I, never did, I didn't end up going. So I might go tomorrow, depending on things or try and go during the week. But uh, definitely going to see Suicide Squad and IMAX next week. 
so there'll be a suicide squad review next week once i've seen that so there you have it thanks ever so much for taking the time to listen and goodbye